right now we have Brayden, who is a Stollery kid. Brayden's seven years old. Brayden, you're looking pretty cool with that headset on, man. Yeah, but he likes to play with it. <laughs> so Brayden is a Stollery kid. He's He's been through the Stollery. His mom, Karen, is here to tell us a bit about um, his story. So why don't we just talk a bit about how he ended up being in the Stollery. What, what was the situation that led him here? Sure. So um, just about a year and a half ago in September, he... Oh, hang on, actually. You know what? Mom, I think we just need to do a little bit of fiddling with your microphone here to make yeah, sure that we mic? can hear you. What mic is on the side of that thing there? My guest three. Well, I have three cranked. Hmm. Okay. You know what? Maybe we'll get you can Brayden switch and with Mom to switch, yeah. switch headsets. There we go. I think that should do it. All right, Karen. That's better. There, there we, we go. go. Now okay. we've got you. Okay. Okay. So, Karen, let's so, start that again. Yeah. So, um, just about a year and a half ago, September of 2018, we came home from work and... Brayden wasn't the same way that we um, sent him to school in. And so we weren't really sure kind of what was going on, but we he was really tired at that point. And we took him home and he had a little nap while we made supper and he ate with us. And then he, he kind of took a drink of milk and he sprayed it out all over the table. But, you know, our kids were right. six <laughs> and they spilled their milk all the time. So he's kind of wiped it up and... And then it was time to do homework, and he was a French immersion student at that point, so we were working on uh, French colors and words, and he spoke, and it just didn't sound right, and so I asked him to look at me, and I said, smile. Yeah. And only half his face moved. Okay. Oh, boy. So, <laughs> um, you know, and I said, bud, like, give me a full smile, and he said, I am. So I called Deani inside. He was outside uh, working, and you know he, yeah. of course, thought I was calling him in to look at a rash or something. And I'm like, no, right now. And he came in, and same thing. And we looked at each other, and Deani said, "Is he having a stroke?" And you know, our reaction was, "No, like that's not possible." He's yeah, six a little years kid, old, right? Yeah. But that's what it looks like. So we took him into the emergency room in St. Albert, and they reacted really quickly and sent him to the Stollery. And, you know, we've been to the Stollery before for just an emergency visit, sure, yeah. and we waited for, you know, hours because it wasn't anything serious. But this time it was like we arrived, and this is Brayden, and he went into a big room, and there was all these doctors and nurses waiting. And it was a bit terrifying because, you know, obviously we thought something is really wrong, but we were in the right place for them to deal with it. And so they were able to tell us right away that he had had a stroke. Um, What's that like to hear? A, your six-year-old had a stroke. <laughs> Pretty surreal. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's not something that you can prepare for. Um, Why? <laughs> but um, so he was admitted right away, and he spent eight days in the stallery, and they did a lot of... Um, investigations and diagnostic tests to sort of see maybe why it had happened. Right. And in Brayden's case, um, his story will never have an answer. He, there's no reason that he had a stroke. Basically, it was kind of explained to us as in winning the lottery or getting struck by lightning. It's just one that of those rare, things that right? happened. And as a parent, that was a little hard to accept at first because yeah. you, you know, something really terrible has happened to your child and you're looking for an answer and right. you, you want to know reason. why. Yeah. But as time has passed, we've sort of recognized that maybe almost as a blessing because that means there is no underlying condition. So yeah. it's not like there's something that he has that led up to it. Right, it's just right. an unfortunate just a fluke thing that happened. 
So, so what was the treatment? What did they have to do to, to get so him back on the he, track? So he, um, well, he went, uh, he had like a bunch of CTs and MRIs and um, they did some heart testing. And in doing that, they found um, a tiny hole in his heart. So it's called a PFO, but everybody has it in utero. Okay. But when you're born in 10 to 20% of people, it doesn't close. Mm -hmm. But it's not something that you would know that you had otherwise. So it's not like you would hear it in an exam and a murmur in your heart okay. or something. So we, we didn't even know it was there. But it's potential because it was there that it allowed a blood clot to pass from one side of his heart to the other and up to his brain. And so he had a cardiac cath procedure done as well a couple months afterwards to close that hole in his heart. And from my understanding, I think he was the second child ever to have that done at the Stollery. The first was 13, and so he was by far the youngest at six years old. Because um, it's a procedure that's done in adults, but not generally children, because right. they don't have strokes. Right. <laughs> so as a preventive, preventative measure, his was closed. Okay, I'm looking at him now. Yeah. He's, Everything looks pretty rock solid here. Yeah, and so afterwards, his stroke had left him um, with very little movement and control to the right side of his body, which prior to his stroke was his dominant side. Okay. So, um, yeah, between then and now, he's relearned to walk, he's relearned to write, he's relearned to lift his arm and operate and do zippers and buttons and wow. all of the things that we normally take for granted as just our everyday movements. He has had to relearn those at six years old. But... His physical recovery has been nothing short of amazing. He, you can't. You can't tell. You can't no. tell at all that anything no. happened. <laughs> this one's got a, a big old happy ending. <laughs> yeah. This this happened 10 days into grade one for Brayden. So yes. let's see if we can't get 10 monthly donors by the end of the hour. I think we could probably idea. do that. Like that. So 407 kids is the number to call. You can text the word Stoller to 45678 uh, and you can set up a monthly donation there. Um, Karen, I mean, still pretty pretty surreal and pretty hard to, to dive back into this um, into this this chaos that it must have felt like for your family. And you have another beautiful daughter, Brooklyn, is here too. Tell us a little bit about the support that the Stollery provides for the whole family as you're going through something that's just so scary and so raw. Yeah, you know, it, it wasn't a place that we expected to end up, but having those experts and those people here, it's amazing yeah. that when you actually need them, this is what you've got. And so they were really, really great with all of us kind of explaining what was going on, what they were going to do. And they're really, really great with the siblings. So it's hard to be the sibling of a sick child yeah. and they get all of the attention and it's, you know, here's these presents for you and here's all these things. And they're really good at like, you know, he goes in for a procedure and he gets something, she gets something too. And so you feel like you're part of it and they take you to the beach and you get to play there together. And they were really great at facilitating all of the things that Brayden needed afterwards. So obviously he was moved to the Glen Rose from the Stollery and they facilitated that relationship with them. Um, and he spent months there in rehab and just providing resources if you know you want family counseling or anything like that because it's yeah you it's not something that you can prepare for like no. a stroke is something one day you know I was at work that day and I was buying him new hockey gloves and we came home and he never played hockey that whole year because he couldn't so it's just it's not something you can prepare for and having those people 
you know, to answer your questions and in, in all the follow-up, right? Like we now have a neurologist and a cardiologist and a pediatrician and an ophthalmologist and a speech therapist and an occupational therapist <laughs> and all of the people, right? And they're all amazing. And the Stollery is a huge, huge part of that. Absolutely. Well, thank you guys so much for sharing your story. 10 monthly don- donors for Braden. We can do I think that. We should do it's going to come off your credit card. You can pick the amount. You're not even going to notice it. No. Seven eight zero four zero seven. Kids is the number to call. Uh, you guys, thank you so much yeah, for chatting with for us and in. Yeah. sharing really your story. It. We appreciate it. Thanks, thank Braden. You for sharing. Yes. Is that your McDavid jersey? It is. <laughs> Very nice. Wow. The alternate, the brand new third jersey. Look at that. So you said he didn't play hockey the whole year. Is he back playing hockey now? He is playing awesome. hockey again this season, which is amazing. So the first time we put him back on skates, we weren't really sure yeah. if it was going to happen. But like everything else he's overcome, he's back out there and he he's an all-star. You can't tell the difference. Fantastic. You guys, your, your whole family are, are all-stars. Yeah. Guys. Thank you so much for chatting Thank with us. So Thank much, you so much, guys. Appreciate it. Hi, it's Shauna, and I might be a bad parent because my kids think french fries are vegetables. Hey, it's Ryan, and I might be a bad parent because I went out for wings when my wife was in the hospital after giving birth. Johnny here. I might be a bad parent because in my house, the tooth fairy gives pocket change. But we're not alone. Len emailed us and said his six-year-old daughter's Tarzan moment going from love seat to lazy boy by curtains made him more proud than any dance (laughs) recital. And Andy left his two-year-old at the rink. All right, guys, I'm sure we're not alone, like Andy's kid. For stories and confessions like this, make sure you check out our podcast. It's called Bad Parents, and it's available wherever you get your podcasts. I left a glove at the rink.